You're listening to the KCAC Beat. Now, introducing your host, Hans Nickel. Good morning and welcome to the KCAC Beat. It is Monday morning, December 12th. Christmas is quickly approaching. We had a big weekend in KCAC women's basketball. Uh, We have a short week this week, and then it is the break for women's basketball. They head back into a non-conference portion of the schedule that will affect our, our podcasting schedule as uh, there's not as many games obviously played over the break before we come back uh, in the new year. So just an update on that schedule. Uh, This week, games are on Tuesday. uh, And so we will do our recap scoreboard podcast on Wednesday as opposed to Thursday. And then after Wednesday, they're into non, or after Tuesday, they're into non-conference schedule. Our next podcast at that point will be Tuesday the 20th, and that will be our last women's basketball scoreboard podcast of this year. Then we will head into the new year coming back on Monday, January 2nd. Um, Well, sorry, Tuesday, January 3rd. Monday uh, is the holiday. We will be closed. So Tuesday, uh, January 3rd, we will will come back on Tuesday, January 3rd. And then on, then we'll be back on our regularly scheduled uh, podcasting of Thursday Mondays uh, with those scoreboard podcasts from women's basketball as we hit um, the the second portion of the season and and start making our way towards Hartman Arena in Park City to crown the 2023 KCAC Women's Basketball Champions. But without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into the weekend scoreboard and look at the results from Saturday. This is the KCAC scoreboard. We will start in Hillsboro, Kansas, where Bethel College traveled to take on Tabor College. And it's the home team, the Tabor College Blue Jays, that win this one in convincing fashion. 75-50, there was one tie, one lead change very early in this one. But Tabor jumps out 21-8 to in the first quarter um, and runs this one to a 75-50 victory. Tabor going 29-59 of from the field, 49%. Bethel going 15-43. of Bethel hits one three in the game out of 10. Tabor goes five of 14 from the free throw line. Bethel went 19 of 27. Tabor 12 of 21. Tabor out rebounded. Bethel 37 to 20. In terms of assists, it was 15 to 2. Tabor uh, turnovers. Bethel had 19. Tabor had 13 uh, points off of turnovers. Bethel had 12 points off of turnovers. Tabor had 15. Second chance points, Bethel 6. Tabor 12. Bench points, Bethel 17. Tabor 37. Largest lead for Tabor in this one was 27. Came with 5.05 to play in the fourth quarter. Double figure scores for Bethel. Two of them 
Uh, J.C. Freshour led the team with 12 points, also added six rebounds and an assist in 24 minutes of play. Uh, Karen Yoder also in double figures with 11, added one rebound, one steal. Leading scorer off of the bench for the Threshers was Dakota Piovison, had six points, seven rebounds in 16 minutes of action. For Tabor, they had four players sorry, three players in double-figure scoring. Out of the starting lineup, there were two. Zoe Rust led the team and all scores with 14 points, seven rebounds, two blocks in 23 minutes. Tegan Worth added 13 points, had a rebound, two assists, and two steals in 28 minutes. Then off of the bench, it was Maya McGee, 10 points, five rebounds, one assist in 22 minutes of play. There were, let's count these, 14 different Blue Jays score in this game as Tabor gets the convincing victory at home, 75-50. to We travel now to York, Nebraska, where the Bethany College Swedes uh, traveled to take on York University. Another lopsided victory here. Bethany, the road team, this time winning 82-59. to Bethany jumped out 26-8 to in the first quarter. There were no ties, no lead changes in this one. Bethany jumped out early and led this thing all the way. Uh, biggest lead for Bethany was built up to 33 at one point in the third quarter. 7.39 to play. Bethany was 29-55 from the field, 52.7%. York, 20 of 66, 30.3%. Bethany went 8 of 18 from downtown. York, 4 of 24 from the free throw line. Bethany was 16 of 21. York, 15 of 21. Rebounding battle in favor of Bethany, 41 to 37. Assists in favor of Bethany, 16 to 8. Turnovers, Bethany had one more turnover than York, 23 to 22. Points off of turnovers, though. Bethany was able to convert for 28 points. York only for 15. Second chance points in favor of York, 12 to 4. Bench or points in the paint in favor of Bethany, 30 to 20. Bench points was even at 42 apiece. Looking at box score, double figure scores for York. There were three of them. Imani Honey out of the starting lineup. 11 points, 6 rebounds, 1 assist, 2 steals in 27 minutes of play. But the leading scorer in the game came off of the bench for York. It was Giannis Keith, 17 points, 6 rebounds, 1 assist, 2 steals in 26 minutes. Also in double figures off of the bench for York. Uh, Liviana Wallace, 10 points, 3 rebounds, 2 steals in 17 minutes of play. There were... Three Swedes in double-figure scoring. Uh, Leading the team out of the starting lineup was Kisa Unruh with 14 points, added two rebounds, two steals in 20 minutes of play. Then the other two double-figure scores came off of the bench. Angie Lopez, 13 points, two rebounds in 13 minutes of play. And Armani Poling, 10 points, three rebounds, two assists, two steals in 17 minutes of play as Bethany again on the road getting the victory 82 to 59. In our next game we head to Ottawa. K 
Kansas, where Avila University traveled from Kansas City to Ottawa to take on the Ottawa University Braves. This game, uh, we see a little bit closer, but Ottawa able to win this at home. They jump out 14 to 12 in the first quarter, uh, but 11 to 4 in the fourth quarter builds a 53 to 38 final victory for Ottawa. Uh, The Braves went 20 of 55 from the field. Avila went 14 of 56 Uh, from downtown. Ottawa went 6 of 23. Avila 4 of 18 from the free throw line. Ottawa was 7 of 9. Avila 6 of 10. The rebounding battle was in favor of Avila 42 to 38. Assists in favor of Ottawa 12 to 8. Avila had two more turnovers than Ottawa at 18 to 16. Looking at individual performances... Uh, For Avila, one player in double-figure scoring, it was Emily Baldwin. She had 12 points, six rebounds, three assists, two steals, and a block in 32 minutes of play. Leading scorer off of the bench for Avila was Daisy Washington. She had seven, added three rebounds in 19 minutes of play. Two double-figure scores for for Ottawa out of the starting lineup. Uh, It was Nicole Brown. She had 14 points, 12 rebounds, double-double, one assist, two steals, three blocks in 31 minutes. Was uh, highly effective in those 31 minutes, leading the Braves to the victory. Then off of the bench, Sierra Brown, also in double figures with 12 points, two rebounds, an assist, and two steals in 26 minutes of play. As again, Ottawa gets the win at home, 53-38. Now we travel out to Winfield, Kansas, where McPherson College went on the road to take on Southwestern College. It is the road team, the Bulldogs, that get the victory here. 71 to 59, two ties, three lead changes uh, in this one. Uh, Southwestern actually wins the first quarter, 15 to 14, but then McPherson uh, wins the second quarter, 19 to 5, and doesn't look back as they. they Uh, roll on for the victory Uh, largest lead for southwestern was seven in the first quarter with 242 to play mcpherson's largest lead was 22 in the fourth quarter with 438 to play in terms of field goal shooting mcpherson was 30 of 65 for 46 percent southwestern 16 of 62 26 percent from downtown mcpherson was two of 10 southwestern was seven of 25 from the free throw line mcpherson was nine of 14 southwestern was 20 of 29 rebounding battle heavily in favor of mcpherson in this one 51 to 36 assists in favor of mcpherson 11 to 3 mcpherson turned the ball over more though turned it over 17 times southwestern just 11 times Uh, Both teams scored eight points off of turnovers. Second chance points in favor of McPherson, 18 to 12. Points in the paint heavily in favor of McPherson, 56 to 16. Bench points also heavily in favor of McPherson, 41 to 6. Individual performances for Southwestern, two players in double figure scoring. Uh, Leading the team and the game in scoring was Macy Pond. She had 17 points, seven rebounds, three assists, two steals in 37 minutes. Deshonda Hunt, also in double figures out of the starting lineup with a double-double, 16 points, 11 rebounds, two steals, and a block in 29 minutes of play. Leading scorer off of the bench and only scorer off of the bench for Southwestern was Haven Matthews. She had six points and three rebounds in 16 minutes. 
two Bulldogs in double-figure scoring. Out of the starting lineup, Madison Moses scored 12, had two rebounds in 16 minutes of play, um, battled foul trouble all night and ended up fouling out in this one. Uh, other double-figure scorer leading the team came off of the bench was Summer Kirkman, 14 points, five rebounds, one assist, one steal uh, in 16 minutes of play as the Bulldogs go on the road and get the victory. In this game, there were 11 different Bulldogs score. Um, couple big performances off of the bench as well. Gillen Rogers with eight points, Jayla Moore with eight points, and Ariana Phillips with seven points. In our fifth game, we head out to Leavenworth, Kansas, where the Kansas Wesleyan University Coyotes went on the road to take on the University of St. Mary Spires. This one uh, finishes under double figures in terms of margin of victory. St. Mary jumps out early, gets a 16-15 first quarter win, an 18-16 second quarter win, takes a three-point lead into halftime, but a big third quarter from Kansas Wesleyan of 19 to 10 and then Kansas Wesleyan wins the fourth quarter 28 to 25 to win this one 78 to 69 St. Mary's largest lead was seven in the first quarter with 625 to play Kansas Wesleyan's was 13 in the fourth quarter with 324 to play this game saw three ties and 11 lead changes so it was back and forth but a big second half from Kansas Wesleyan leads the Coyotes to victory. Kansas Wesleyan was 26 of 50 from the field. St. Mary was 26 of 63 from downtown. Kansas Wesleyan was 6 of 12. St. Mary was 7 of 26 from the free throw line. Kansas Wesleyan 20 of 29. St. Mary 10 of 11. Rebounding battle in favor of St. Mary 34 to 29. Assists in favor of St. Mary 9 to 8. Turnovers were in favor of Kansas Wesleyan. They had 14. St. Mary had 15 points off of turnovers in favor of Kansas Wesleyan, 18 to 16. Second chance points in favor of St. Mary, 17 to 7. Points in the paint was even at 36 apiece. Bench points, Kansas Wesleyan 44, St. Mary 12. So benches playing a big role in this one. For St. Mary, they had the leading scorer in the game, two players in double figures, both out of the starting lineup. Uh, leading the game with a double-double, Paige Penleaf, 25 points, 12 rebounds, three assists, and a steal in 33 minutes. Big game from Penley. Uh, Tania Sims, also in double figures out of the starting lineups, just missed a double-double, 14 points, nine rebounds, one steal in 32 minutes. Leading scorer off the bench for St. Mary was Demi Armold with eight points, one rebound, one assist, and one block in 24 minutes. Five different Coyotes uh, scored in double figures, though, for Kansas Wesleyan. Now the starting lineup, uh, Kayla Hill ended the game with 13 points, three rebounds in 25 minutes. Lamaya Ricks with 11 points, one rebound, three assists, one steal in 33 minutes then off of the bench angel roman in 20 minutes a big game for the coyotes leading the team with 18 points three rebounds and a steal Uh, and then 
Jill Stevens scored 15, grabbed five rebounds, two assists, two steals in 24 minutes. And then Tylea Wallace, a double-double, 11 points, 10 rebounds, two assists in 26 minutes of play as the Coyotes go on the road and get the victory. Uh, we saw a matchup in our final game of a couple of the, the teams towards the top of the standings at this point as Friends University traveled to Sterling College head coach for Friends University, Dean Jaderson. Uh, returning to Sterling in this one at one point in his career, he was the head men's basketball coach at Sterling College, the all-time leader in wins currently at Sterling College in men's basketball. Uh, but now coaching women's basketball at Friends goes on the road uh, to Sterling. And this is a close one, folks. Let's break it down as Friends takes the first quarter lead 8-7. to seven. Sterling goes on a big run in the second quarter, 22-13, to 13, and takes the lead into halftime. Friends comes out, though, and wins both the third and the fourth quarter, 11-10, to 10, or sorry, 20-15, to 15, then 11 and to 10 friends wins three out of the four quarters but that big second quarter by sterling allows the warriors to hang on to a 54 to 52 victory for sterling at home sterling was 23 of 58 from the field friends was 21 of 65 in this game that saw two ties and two lead changes was close though the whole way friends largest lead was six with 422 to play sterling's was nine sorry friends was six with 422 to play in the first quarter sterling's was nine with 720 to play in the third quarter Uh, from downtown both teams attempted 16 threes friends made three sterling made four friends was seven of ten from the free throw line sterling four of seven friends out rebounded sterling 38 to 12 Assists were in favor of Sterling, 10 to 9. Turnovers heavily in favor of Friends. They turned the ball over just 10 times. Sterling turned it over 17 times, but points off of turnovers goes in favor of Sterling. Friends scores 8 points off of turnovers. Sterling, 15. Second chance points in favor of Sterling, 10 to 8. Points in the paint in favor of Friends, 18 to 12. Bench points in favor of Friends, 22 to 7. Individual performances two Falcons sorry one Falcon and double figure scoring came off of the bench leading the team was Rylan Garner 16 points 8 rebounds 1 assist 5 steals in 31 minutes of play Taylor Jackson out of the starting lineup for friends gets in double figures in terms of rebounds goes 6 points 10 boards 1 steal 1 block in 21 minutes of play there were two store, uh, two Warriors in double-figure scoring, both out of the starting lineup. Taya Wilson led all scores with 18 points, had seven rebounds, one assist, one steal, and two blocks in 29 minutes. Carson Schultz, 12 points, nine rebounds, three assists, three steals in 34 minutes. Leading score off of the bench for Sterling was Corinne Clausen, seven points, one rebound, two assists in 23 minutes of play as Sterling gets the home victory 54 to 52. Looking now at conference standings and where we currently stand after Saturday's game, Sterling and Kansas Wesleyan tied atop of the conference at six and one. 
Bethany then at six and two, then Tabor at five and two. Ottawa is at five and three. Friends is at four and three. McPherson is at four and four. St. Mary and York are both at three and four. Oklahoma Wesleyan and Avila are both at two and five. Bethel is at one and six. And Southwestern is at O and seven. So those that is your current standings in the KCAC. And that brings us to the end of the KCAC scoreboard. Looking at games coming up here in the midweek. Uh, we do have those conference games on Tuesday, but uh, in terms of m- today, there is one game, McPherson College, on the buy-in conference this week. They have scheduled a non-conference game uh, for this afternoon at 3 o'clock. Uh, McPherson will travel to Haskell and take on Haskell Indian Nations. Then on Tuesday, starting at 5, Ottawa will travel to Bartlesville, Oklahoma, to take on Oklahoma Wesleyan. St. Mary will travel to Kansas City, Missouri, to take on Avila at 6 p.m. Southwestern will travel to Lindsburg to take on Bethany at 6 p.m. York will travel to North Newton to take on Bethel at 6 p.m. Sterling will travel to uh, Salina in the big game of Tuesday night to take on Kansas Wesley. And this will be the matchup of the currently two uh, teams tied for first in the conference. So after uh, Tuesday, we should have a conference leader heading into the break as these teams are both six and one and will face each other at 6 p.m. in Salina on Tuesday, and then the last game, Tabor travels down to Friends University in Wichita uh, to take on the Falcons. That game also at 6. All those Tuesday games are available on the KCAC Digital Network. You can find that on the KCAC Sports website, www.kcacsports.com. And that brings us to the end of today's KCAC Beat Podcast, Women's Basketball Scoreboard Edition. Uh, Just a reminder that uh, we will be doing our scoreboard recap podcast for the midweek on Wednesday as opposed to Thursday. We'll have then one more podcast before the new year on Tuesday, December 20th, and catch the non-conference games prior to uh, New Year's Eve. And then after the New Year's, we will be back in action on Tuesday, uh, January 3rd uh, for a podcast. And then we'll be back on our regularly scheduled uh, podcast rotation. Um, Make sure you catch the men's basketball podcast that comes out today, as well as the news and notes podcast. Mark Hoffines will be breaking down the schedules for those on each of those podcasts as well. Uh, But for everyone here at the KCAC, I am Hans Nichols saying thank you for listening and have a great day. You've been listening to the KCAC Beat. For more information on the KCAC, go to www.kcacsports.com.